السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا some of you may wonder why we hold these events each year the reason is to remind all of you the members of bakfino about the importance of your responsibilities and to train and guide you about how to discharge these duties first of all you should always remember that the that to merely have your name in the list of akfinov has no value on its own it is only through your conduct that you can attain the true blessings associated with being a part of this scheme at all times you must strive to fulfill your pledge as members of wakfinaw and this requires that you raise your moral spiritual and educational standards and set the very best example for others to follow at all times every ahmadi man woman and child is expected to act upon the teachings of islam and so if members of akfinaw are only following the basic standards they cannot claim any distinction and hence never forget that you are the people who have pledged your lives for the sake of your faith and so you must try to instill the highest standards of islamic teachings and values within your selves foremost amongst these as i often say is to fulfill the rights of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his worship and so you must try to constantly improve your standards of worship and try to develop a true 
an everlasting connection with Allah. If you are sincere in your prayers, you will come to enjoy your worship and will not find, um, find it difficult. And this is the standard a Vakrino should strive to attain. If you are successful in this, you will not only develop a personal bond with your Creator, but you will also inspire others to follow in your footsteps. Of course, the most important and chief form of worship are the five obligatory prayers that must be offered each day. Thus, you should be extremely careful that you do not miss any namaz. Furthermore, you should offer your prayers in congregation whenever possible and outside of school or college times attend your local mosque or salat centers as much as possible. We all identify ourselves as Ahmadi Muslims <coughs> and we are proud of the fact that we have accepted the Imam of the age, the prominent Messiah and Imam Mahdi who was sent according to the prophecy of the Holy Prophet Yet this pride and satisfaction in your faith will only be deemed praiseworthy and will only be accepted by Allah if we actually act upon the true teachings of our religion. <clears throat> Just to utter a few words articulating our faith is not enough on its own. As I said, first and foremost amongst your duties to Allah is to be regular in the five daily prayers. Regrettably, students often use their school or university, uh, university studies as an excuse to delay their prayers or even to not offer them at all. What they fail to realize is that namaz is a shield that saves a person from other mistakes. And so by failing to fulfill the rights of worship, they are leading themselves towards uh, other vices and sins and away from Islam. Thus, you must guard against any form of laziness 
or weakness and disrespect. Apart from offering namaz, the Prophet has also guided us on the other ways in which we can fulfill the rights of the worship of Allah. For example, <coughs> on one occasion, a man came to the Prophet stating that he was prone to many mistakes and weaknesses and he sought guidance about how to overcome his shortcomings. In response, the Prophet advised him that namaz and istighfar were the best remedies to overcome such weaknesses. Every person knows his own deficiencies better than anyone else. And so pay great attention to the guidance of Prophet Islam that the best medicine to overcome negligence in our faith is to be regular in obligatory prayers and seeking repentance from Allah for our sins. As you live here in the West and have grown up in a materialistic society, the need and importance of istighfar is even more pressing as it is an outstanding means of protecting a person from the evil and immorality prevalent in society. <coughs> As I have said, Vakfino should be an example for others. And so you must offer istighfar as much as possible so that your, your spiritual and moral standards continually elevate and improve. Furthermore, the Prophet Islam taught that a person should pray to Allah with the words, O oh Allah, create a great distance between me and my sins. Meaning that a person be saved from all wrongdoing and sin. The Prophet said that if a person sincerely and regularly offered this prayer, it would surely be accepted over, uh, over time. Thus, as members of a final, you should offer this prayer repeatedly so that you can be guided to the right path and fulfill your pledge. <coughs> the Prophet also taught that struggling against one's inner self which incites a person towards wrongdoing is also a form of worship. For example, 
if a person is sleeping at night wakes up for fajr and goes for the mosque uh, goes to the mosque despite being extremely tired he will be the recipient of allah's favor <coughs> on the one hand he will be rewarded for offering his prayer at the correct time and in congregation while at the same time he will also be rewarded for fighting back against his inner self and laziness and prioritizing his faith another great responsibility placed upon you is to defend islam and to respond to the false allegations and unfounded accusations that are being leveled against it on a daily basis <coughs> remember you are the people whose parents devoted your lives for the sake of your faith before your birth with the hope and desire that their un- unborn child would serve islam and serve the mission of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam having reached an, a- an age of maturity and and understanding you have yourselves renewed that that pledge and have willingly chosen to remain part of the wakfinovsky consequently you bear vast responsibilities to your faith and great trust have been placed in you in today's world people are attacking islam from all directions and so as wakfinov we should be on the front lines defending your religion however this is not the era of the jihad of the sword rather we are living in an age where people are attack- attacking islam through literature through the media through the internet and through other similar means and so it is your duty to counter the allegations made against islam in a like manner for example <coughs> some atheists have taken the teachings of islam completely out of context to serve their own needs and so you must have knowledge of your faith so that you can respond to their false claims similarly Similarly people of all faith uh, of um, um, people of other beliefs or some politicians and journalists 
have raised objections against Islam and have deemed it to be a religion of extremism. In this respect, the tragic reality is that, to some extent, their complaints and fears can be understood and are justified. I do not mean, God forbid, that there is any truth to their assertion against Islam, but there is no denying that the general state of the Muslim world has become desperate and pitiful. Most Muslims have forgotten the teachings of their religion and proof of this is the fact that many of the today's wars and conflicts center upon the Muslim world. So uh, so-called Muslims are partaking in activities that a person with even a grain of humanity could never comprehend. Terrorists and extremist groups are perpetrating the most horrific and abhorrent brutalities whilst their heinous acts betray Islam. In every respect, they continue to indulge in merciless killings, rapes, pillaging, and other unspeakable acts. Their evil, no their evil knows no bounds, and it is an immense tragedy and cause of deep sorrow that they continue to perpetrate such evil acts in the name of Islam. Despite the fact that Islam is the religion which has placed the greatest value on the sanctity of human life. Where on the one hand the extremists are targeting defenseless and innocent non-Muslims, they are also shedding the blood of their fellow Muslims. Undoubtedly, such people are hell-bound because the Quran categorically states that if a Muslim kills a fellow Muslim, then he or she is destined for hell. Similarly, Allah the Almighty has proclaimed that to kill one innocent person is akin to killing all of humankind. In every way imaginable, Muslims are defaming the pure name of Islam and so, as Wakfino, you must understand the weight of responsibility upon your shoulders. Remember, it has been left to the Jamaat of the Prophet Muhammad to defend Islam and as members of Akhinaw, you must be at the forefront of this effort. It is the task 
of every Ahmadi Muslim, but particularly those who have dedicated their lives to serve their faith, to stand up and prove to the world that Islam is a religion of peace which bears no reflection to the unjust portrayal that we see every day in the media. <coughs> it is up to you to remove people's fears and misconceptions and to explain to them the perfect teachings of the Holy Quran and their and the noble character of the Holy Prophet of Islam This jihad of spreading the true teachings of Islam will not be easy and so you will have to work extremely hard and be ready to make many sacrifices. Rather than defend Islam, the so-called scholars and ulama of the Muslim world have repeatedly defamed it. They have long issued some uh, such ridiculous and ill-conceived fatwas or given completely nonsensical interpretations that have opened the door for non-Muslims to, uh, to mock and ridicule Islam. With the grace of Allah, the Almighty, many other people have come to accept Ahmadiyya. But when they narrate the horrific examples of powerful Muslim clerics in their nations, a person is left shocked and speechless. Instead of wielding their influence with wisdom and truth, such clerics abuse their authority and the trust people have in them in the worst possible ways. For example, if a person becomes victim to a mental illness or some form of hysteria, then rather than treat them with compassion or some other treatment, they declare that the jinn has overtaken the person and it must be forced out of them through merciless beating or other inhumane methods. Another belief very much prevalent at the time of the Prophet Messiah and which even continues to this day in some remote areas is that it is entirely permissible to loot or seize the wealth or property of non-Muslims. This also extends to the belief that it is permissible to kidnap the wife of a disbeliever 
or to forcibly take a non-Muslim woman to your home without any nikah, illustrating the level of ignorance amongst some Muslims. Has Muslim once narrated a personal incident of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih that occurred during a visit to his visit in Indian city of Amritsar. Upon reaching Amritsar, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Abbal gave four ane that was the, the coin which would be the equivalent to of uh, 25 pence today to a Muslim and asked him to go and buy some mithai sweet. When he came back, the Muslim had acquired the mithai but still had the money as well. Thus, Khalifatul Masih Awal inquired from him why he still had the money in his hand. In response, the Muslim replied that it was part of the spoils of war. What a nonsense. He then explained that after purchasing the sweets, he had distracted the shopkeeper by asking him to get something from the other side of the shop. And whilst he was diverted, he took back the money from the counter. Hearing this, Hasfalifat al-Musi'i, Anho, was very upset and said that it was stealing. In reply, the Muslim very carefully said that it did not count as theft because the shopkeeper was a Hindu and to take the possessions and wealth of a non-Muslim was entirely permissible. Such things are the height of ignorance and a complete violation of Islam's teachings. Furthermore, some so-called scholars even claim that an aggressive and violent jihad in pursuit of conquering lands and people is justified. Indeed, it is on such authority that many extremist groups seek to justify the terrorist attack, acts, beheading and other brutal acts that they perpetrate. If such hate-filled and unjust beliefs were part of Islam's teachings, who in their right mind would ever accept it? Yet, as I said, these are not just stories from the past, but some Muslims are engaged in such brutalities and cruelties today. Thus, these are some examples of the ignorant attitudes and beliefs that have spread amongst the Muslim world. Who could ever accept such unjust teachings? Who could accept this distorted form of Islam? Surely, 
no decent person ever would however we amadis know the truth and we know that islam portrayed by extremist or the so called ulama has no link to its true values the reality is that is uh, the reality is and always will be that islam comprises those magnificent and noble teachings that were practiced by the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam the khulafaur rashidin and the companions of the holy prophet of islam sallallahu alaihi wasallam even following that early period of islam many muslims continued to practice and propagate the original teachings but as time progressed vices and bad practices began to develop amongst the muslim community such wrong acts continue uh, continued to spread until the majority had forgotten the true teachings of islam and it was at that time that allah the almighty sent the prophet muhammad sallallahu for the revival of islam having been guided by him ahmadi muslims are extremely fortunate to have been shown the true teachings of islam but it is not enough for you to merely verbally accept the prophet sallallahu alaihi rather your conduct especially as members of waqfino must be exemplary at all times it is your duty to spend your lives in the service of islam by spreading its true teachings and making people aware that islam is not what is commonly portrayed in the media it is not a religion that gives license to kill or maim it is not a religion that permits any form of compulsion in matters of faith or belief it is not a religion in which in which women can be violated raped or kidnapped it is not a religion of terrorism and extremism it is not a religion of hate and vengeance it is not a religion that permits deception or falsehood in any form it is not a religion of immorality or vice rather islam is a religion that promotes peace and tolerance at all levels of society it is a religion that teaches freedom of belief and seeks to build bridges between the people of different races nationalities and beliefs <coughs> this is the message that you must for ever convey through your words and deeds 
to the rest of the world. So currently, there are, mashallah, around 1,086 Wakfin and boys above the age of 15 here in the UK. And if each of you understand and assume your duties to your faith, great things can be achieved. If you fulfill the demands of your pledge, you can be the generation who starts bringing about a spiritual revolution in this society. In this day and age, it is only our Jamaat who can protect Islam and propagate its true teachings. Unquestionably, this is the duty of all Ahmadis, but the biggest responsibility lies with those people like you who have devoted their lives for the sake of their religion. To do this, it is essential that you understand your faith and have knowledge of its teachings. <coughs> Thus, you must study the Holy Quran every day so that you can identify the commands of Allah, the Almighty, and act upon them. Similarly, you should read the books of the Prophet Messiah that have been translated in English. And those of you who can read Urdu should read the other books as well. <clears throat> you should also try to connect yourself with MTA and see at least one hour a day all any of the MTA program. And especially never forget to listen to my Friday's Kutwa. In this way, you can collect yourself, uh, connect yourself with Khilafat Ahmadiyya. The knowledge you will gain from reading the Quran and books of the Prophet Messiah Islam or other means will provide you with the intellectual and intellectual tools and spiritual emanation to respond and refute the allegations of those who speak against Islam. Moving on, I shall now present some special instructions given by the Prophet Messiah to his followers, which should be followed by all Ahmadis, but particularly those who have devoted their lives to the service of Islam. The Prophet Messiah has said that a person's morals and habits should always be in accordance with the commands of Allah. To such an extent that other people attest to their good character and to the fact that they are practical examples of the teachings of Islam. He continued by saying that if an Ahmadi does not act in this way, he or she would be guilty of setting a bad example 
for others, which could weaken their faith. And thus, such Ahmadis would be culpable of defaming Islam, just as others have done. <coughs> the Prophet said that only those who, according to the condition of their back, gave precedence to their faith over all worldly matters, could be deemed as true members of his Jamaat. Most of you are now mature in age and understanding, and so you should seriously reflect upon whether you are fulfilling the conditions of your birth. Moreover, the Prophet said that his followers should avoid taking part in immoral, worldly, or vain discussions and practices. In this era, the, um, this includes watching immoral and inappropriate television programs or films and also include wasting time chatting on social media or different chat groups. Such practices are harmful and lead to the spread of immorality and other vices. And so if you engage in these bad habits, you will not be able to fulfill the pledge you have made as Vakfinaw. The Prophet also repeatedly emphasized the importance of fulfilling the rights of others. <coughs> Thus, our Vakfinaw should be selfless in nature and never selfish. You should consider how you can help others and fulfill their rights rather than worrying about your own needs or entitlements. Further, a vakfino should never be cause of pain for others. Instead, they should always be kind, compassionate and caring. Hence, wherever and whenever you can help or resist other people, you should never waste the opportunity. <coughs> Similarly, the Prophet taught his followers to offer sincere repentance by seeking Allah's forgiveness for their shortcomings and to keep in mind that Allah is watching their every move. You may be able to hide your acts from other people, but not from Allah. And so never partake in any activity that is opposed to Islam's teachings. The Prophet also said that if his followers did not bring about practical changes within themselves, and were not constantly seeking to progress spiritually and morally, there was no benefit to taking bath and entering his fold. In fact, he said that the attitude of those people who did not seek to improve, improve illustrated that they 
did not believe there was any need for them to accept the Prophet This is something for all Ahmadis to consider and reflect upon and especially for the members of Wakfinaw. Many of you are now married or quite a number of you are now married or reaching the age of marriage and so I wish to remind you that you should marry Amadi girls and to and try to fulfill your responsibilities to your wife and family to the best of your abilities. You should strive to ensure that you remain happily married and you will need to pray for this as well. Within your homes you should display the very best morals and treat your family with love, kindness and respect. Furthermore, as a Vakfinaw, it is imperative that you maintain a close link with the Jamaat and that you give as much time as possible to serving it. Those of you who have not yet been called up full time to serve the Jamaat should nonetheless make sure that you continue to set aside regular time for Jamaat duties. It is not possible for you to give time each day if it is not possible. Then at the at uh, the bare minimum you should set aside one day a week to serve the Jamaat. There may be some Wakfino boys who are neither studying nor working. And so whilst they search for work in their chosen field, they should not sit idly at home. Rather, they should inform the Wakfino administration of their situation and serve the Jamaat until they find suitable work. To remain at home wasting time is completely wrong and harmful and so utilize any free time you have productively for the service of the Jamaat. Similarly, if you are working in a company or elsewhere, you should never forget your duties to your faith and so try to set the best possible practical example for others to see and learn from. In this way you will be doing the belief through your conduct and spreading the message of Islam even before you come to fulfill your work on a full-time basis. At the end, I also wish to remind the younger members of Akhfinaw who are still members of Atfalul Ahmadiyya of their responsibilities. All of you should pay full attention to your studies at school. Similarly, you should not waste your time playing computer games or other electronic games. Rather, when you have some free time, go outside and play games or sports and take benefit from the fresh, uh, fresh air. This will benefit your health 
and well-being in the long term. Additionally, you should be well behaved and listen to your parents. Above all, you must instill the habit of offering your five daily prayers and tell the truth in all matters. Every day you should try to improve yourself and apart from your school studies, you should also try to increase your religious knowledge. May Allah enable all of you to understand and act upon what I have said. <clears throat> and may all of you come to fulfill the demand of your work in, of your work in the best possible manner. I forgot to mention today Jumatendia Gambia, the Gambia is also holding their Vakfin Oishtama and so they are also the part of our Ishtama today through MTA. Allah Ta'ala bless you all. Now join me in silent prayer. Amin.